0: The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. It was long overdue, but it needed to happen. Around the world, citizens have been rising up to protest the New World Order globalists, though the mainstream media has put a virtual media blackout on all this information. But now, citizens of Canada have decided they've had enough. Enough of the lockdowns, mask and jab mandates, Nazi-esque requirements to show proof of injections to move about freely in public, and enough of the tyrannical edicts of a communist dictator. Since the start of 2021, the world's been experiencing a supply chain shortage. Cargo ships sitting offshore, unable to unload their wares. Ports backed up with not enough workers to unload them. Severe restrictions put on truckers and rail companies to move the supplies. But this has been a siege, a managed supply chain crisis, orchestrated and manipulated carefully by those controlling the narrative and agenda. Now things have changed. When Canadian Prime Minister Trudeau decided he'd make it mandatory for truckers to be jabbed in order to cross the border into the U.S., and for U.S. truckers to enter Canada, enough was enough. From British Columbia to Nova Scotia, truckers took to the road in a massive show of solidarity against the reprehensible dictatorship that has ruled that country for far too long. And while massive protests in places like France, England, Germany, and Australia could be ignored by the media because they're so far removed from America, Canada's situation hits closer to home. I'm proud of what the Canadian truckers have accomplished, but also concerned that American truckers have not yet begun a similar protest. That needs to happen, too. The chickens need to come home to roost. For two years now, I've watched as frightening news stories have been coming out of Canada— It's no secret that Chinese troops have been training with Canadian military and have been stationed close to the American border for years now. It's no secret that despite what Parliament representatives of the Canadian people want, the Canadian leadership has stated openly that COVID concentration camps, as we see in Australia, are now completed and ready to receive their human hostages in every Canadian province. And it's no secret that Trudeau fancies himself a modern day Fidel Castro and has been a champion of communist ideology all of his life. Like Obama and the current resident of our White House and others before them, Trudeau is prime minister because the globalists chose him. They placed him in power to do their bidding and he's been a perfect little puppet for Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. And like American governors, the Canadian premiers and most all of Canadian parliament are under the same boots. Proverbs 29, when the righteous in authority, the people rejoice, but when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. Friends, the world has been in mourning since March of 2020, when Event 201 went live. The Biden campaign phrase, Build Back Better, has now been used by rulers worldwide. It's no coincidence that they're all saying the exact same thing. But in order to build something back, it first needs to be destroyed. Psalm 11. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Well, the Canadian truckers are showing us what the righteous can do. Though the leftist media portrays them as terrorists, racist bigots, and violent extremists, nothing could be further from the truth. As the trucks have rolled across Canada, decorated with patriotic flags and messages of freedom and hope, I've seen among those messages many stating, Jesus is Lord, God bless Canada, our hope is in Christ alone, and many more. The same can be said of those standing along the roadways to cheer the truckers on, holding signs with similar sentiments. This is a peaceful protest involving millions. More than 50,000 trucks and millions of Canadian citizens standing with him in solidarity along frozen highways, braving sub zero temperatures as they gather on overpasses, offering their aid and assistance sacrificially, because what's going on right now is probably the most important, the most urgent, the most powerful thing the people can do. But Trudeau, his cronies, and their puppet masters are not going to back down easily. These New World Order globalists have been working toward their ultimate goal for more than a 100 years. Not only do they not care what the people want or think, or what science may prove, and by the way, none of this has ever been about COVID, these devils have made incredible progress toward their goal of world domination in only two years. They're not giving up now. I just hope the people don't either. I hope the pain and punishments, the heartaches and heartbreaks, the imprisonment and deaths, that are sure to come as a result of their courageous stand do not break their spirits, sending them back into abject slavery. If you think retribution is not coming, you're sadly mistaken. There's a price to pay for freedom, and it is expensive. Almost immediately, Canadian premiers, the equivalent of American governors, sent forth edicts that it's now illegal to stand and cheer for the passing trucks in the convoys. Fines of $10,000 are levied on any who dare disobey. In Ottawa, while the atmosphere has been described as a love fest, indeed one husband and wife trucker team stated it was the greatest outpouring of kindness and atmosphere of love we've ever seen at any event in our lives. The Canadian media is pushing the same old status propaganda, saying it's all about white supremacy, racism, white nationalism, and violence. But friends, there is no violence, at least not from the truckers or their supporters. The only violence we've seen has come from government officials and police. And in case you haven't heard, Canadian Pastor Arthur Pulowski was once again arrested at his home on February 8th by a stealth SWAT team as he attempted to leave home to go preach to the truckers. In order to break the protesters' will, orders went forth that fuel stations are not allowed to sell fuel to truckers. The government has ordered hotels not to rent any rooms to anyone. Hotels are being paid by the government to remain empty. Canadian citizens then began walking in to the heart of the protest, carrying heavy loads of diesel fuel to keep the engines running and bringing food and supplies to the truckers and their families. But these people are now being immediately arrested for doing so. Meanwhile, truckers are in danger of freezing to death in the sub-zero temperatures. They sleep in their trucks. Many are there with their wives and young children, and they depend on the trucks being able to run in order to have heat. And for some, the punishment for fighting for freedom has already become too much. The Ambassador Bridge between Detroit and Windsor, Ontario, was cleared of all trucks on February 14th after Ontario Premier Doug Ford declared there would be fines of $100,000 and a year in jail for anyone blocking roads, bridges, or walkways. But meanwhile, a major border crossing between British Columbia and Washington State remains closed, as is the border blockade in Cootes, Alberta, just north of Montana. The Canadian government also cut off cellular communications in these regions to further hurt the truckers. The spark that set this fire ablaze was when Trudeau made it mandatory for all truckers, Canadian and American, to be fully jabbed and show their papers in order to cross the southern border. Interestingly, the U.S. southern border remains wide open, with the red carpet rolled out, to welcome any and all, regardless of jab status, as illegal aliens invade our country at the invitation of the leftist elites. Even as these illegals loot, destroy, and kill once they arrive here, overtaking farms, ranches, and entire border towns, now in a state of emergency covert American government agencies are strategically relocating millions of illegals into cities and towns all across the U.S. under the cover of darkness, so American citizens remain clueless until it's too late. But that's another story. I should also mention the wicked tactics of GoFundMe, the fundraising platform that initially raised more than $10 million to back the Freedom Convoy with fuel and supplies. As most of you know, GoFundMe shut the trucker's account down and attempted to confiscate all that money, then give it to other groups, including leftist Marxist organizations like Black Lives Matter. When this didn't fly, GoFundMe agreed to return some of the money directly to the donors. But the Toronto Dominion Bank had already seized some of those funds. Then the truckers used an alternative crowdfunding site called Give, Send, Go!, Another $10 million was quickly raised in support of these Freedom Fighters, but a Canadian judge attempted to seize those funds as well. Here was Give, Send, Go's response. He said, Know this, Canada has absolutely zero dur- jurisdiction over how we manage our funds here at Give, Send, Go. All funds for every campaign on Give, Send, Go flow directly to the recipients of those campaigns, not least of which is the Freedom Convoy campaign good for them. But now, even so-called conservative politicians are calling for an end to the protest, promising they'll not stop fighting for freedom until they achieve it. It seems the Canadian conservatives are just as full of lies and empty promises as their American counterparts. Meanwhile, Trudeau is promising a crackdown, and one of his advisors stated, Trust me, I will not run out of ways to make this hurt. Cancel their insurance, suspend their driver's licenses, prohibit any future regulatory certification for truckers, etc. The Freedom Convoy is having a positive effect. So far, the provinces of Alberta, Saskatchewan, Quebec, and Prince Edward Island have announced they'll either be substantially lifting COVID restrictions or ending them altogether this week. But meanwhile, Ontario is doubling down. Trudeau, Ontario, and the mayor of Ottawa have cut off supplies, threatened outrageous monetary fines and jail time, authorized police to confiscate fuel and food brought in by citizens to help the truckers, and they would like to slash their tires and tow their trucks. But as one commentator asked, how many trucks can Trudeau tow when tow trucks won't tow trucks? Indeed, towing companies are refusing to remove the trucks. But sadly, like good little Nazis, the local police continue to just follow orders as they arrest and persecute their fellow citizens. Wisconsin author Tony Horvath has recently written a fictional book titled The Corn Siege in which he imagines a glimpse into the future roughly two years from now in his story the plans of the global leftists are thwarted because ordinary americans living in flyover country simply stop doing business with those who've been oppressing them county sheriffs get on board and set up blockades keeping those from leftist areas of the country out of their counties within flyover country all is well people have plenty of food power heat and supplies People are free and life is normal. But the liberal cities are cut off. Truckers no longer deliver there. Power companies cut off power supplies. All those peasants who run the engine of the American economy simply stop doing business with those who hate them. It's an interesting book, and there are similarities with the Freedom Convoy. Indeed, if given no other option but to end the blockades or lose everything, I hope the truckers will simply park their trucks, and thereby take back control of the supply chain crisis that's currently being run by those seeking the destruction of our economy and all of Western civilization. But you know, as much as we admire and cheer for those truckers currently standing in our place on the front lines, it's my fervent prayer that we don't buckle under the pressure. Because however this ends up, it's going to affect all of us. Remember, 75% of everything you see in the stores arrives there by truck. The truckers have tremendous power to break the backs of the tyrants, and I hope they do that. But I also hope that those cheering them on today will not be calling for their blood tomorrow when things begin to get rough for the rest of us. Audio CDs and transcripts of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066. Or email rob, R-O-B at wisconsinchristiannews.com and ask for message number 349. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.